Finally, the first episode is here. Welcome to the Best Life of Your Life podcast. For all of you out there that know me from Instagram or Facebook, anywhere on social media, and you've been following me, thank you. I cannot thank you enough for being here. I hope you share this podcast with somebody. And let's just start a, a new chapter in our relationship together. For those of you that don't know me and are wondering who the heck is this dude, give me 15 seconds to explain what this is about. The Best Life of Your Life podcast, which we'll just call the Be Loyal podcast. It's for you. It's for me. It's for us. My goal is that by the end of each and every episode, we together move our meter. What do I mean by that? I mean move our meter towards the best life of our life. I want us to learn something, share something, be exposed to some new perspectives and ideas that literally can be applied and implemented in our life, even if it's in a small way. To literally make your life a little bit better than it was before you heard the episode. I know that's a huge claim. I know it's a big name that I put on this podcast. Best life of your life is some serious words. But I mean it. That's my intention. That's that's what I want to do. I, I don't I'm not doing this podcast as a hobby or something fun to do. I'm doing it because I seriously give a damn about each and every one of you. And I want us to have something special. So thanks for being here. This is the Genesis episode, so if you want to know a little bit about my backstory, that's what this episode's about. Um, I was kind of up in the air about whether or not I was going to do an episode that actually just talked about who the heck I am, where I'm coming from, So, but I think it's important. I know for me, when I listen to somebody or I'm following somebody, either their, you know their podcast or their blog, I want to know who they are. I want to know why they, why they claim to give a crap, so... If I think it's important for me to know before I listen to somebody, it's only fair that I share my story with you, and so you have a little bit of an idea where I'm coming from, so. Was that more than 15 seconds? Hey, give me a break. It's my first episode. I'll get the hang of it. All right, let's get started. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you again. Welcome to the best life of your life. This is episode one which I've affectionately named the Genesis episode because, well, quite frankly, it's the beginning. And I'm creating this episode specifically just to give you a little backstory, who I am, what, where I'm coming from, what a little bit of my backstory is. You don't need to know my whole life story, and I'm sure over time we're going to get to know each other a little bit better, but I wanted to have a little working baseline for you to understand um, what's going on with me and what the show is going to be about. So, who am I? Well... I'm a speaker, a writer, a trainer uh, in personal and life development, but first and foremost, I'm just a regular guy. I'm just a regular dude. I'm a constant work in progress. I'm a father. I'm a husband. But I just happen to have an overwhelming desire to share what I believe to be life-improving perspectives because they've made a permanent change in my life experience and it's been so much better because of it and quite frankly it's done the same for thousands of other people too so while I certainly don't have all the answers and I certainly never will I have spent the past six years obsessively researching human behavior and looking for the answers to why do we do what we do and you know how do we go about changing things when we're not getting the life results that we actually want. So let me just start with my story of where this started because I sure I certainly did not 
grow up as some personal development guy or, you know, life development person. I, I grew up as your cliche, average American guy whose perspective about life was that we're just born, we go through school, we graduate, we either go to college or we start a career. Hopefully, if we're lucky, make enough money to buy some of the stuff we want. Maybe have a family, a couple kids, a couple dogs, maybe a house. And that's pretty much the end of it. You know, if if we're fortunate enough, we, we have some fun along the way. And my life was that. It was, it was good. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with my life. But that's the interesting thing. So fast forward to December of 2009. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm knocked out sleeping. I had a normal day like any other day at work. But I woke up suddenly, 3 in the morning, and I had this pain in my chest like... Oh my gosh, let me tell you, it was something I'd never experienced before, and I hope to never experience again. And at the time, I had been a, a trained as a, an emergency medical technician for like 13 years at that point. So I start self-diagnosing. I got the pain radiating down my arm. The pain is like a 12 on a 1 to 10 scale. And I realized, or at least I thought at the time, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? I think I'm having a heart attack. And I stood up. I was 36 years old. I stood up and of course I tried to walk it off because, you know, that's what we do, right? <laughs> I tried to walk it off and within a, within seconds I realized this is not something I can just walk off. I did not just stub my toe. So I had a, a decision to make because my three-year-old daughter was asleep down the hall. My wife was still asleep in the bed um, next to me. And it suddenly hit me that if I'm having a heart attack and if I don't make it, they're going to wake up in the morning and find me. And that's so not cool. So I wasn't willing to take the chance of that happening. So I chose to wake up my wife and I, I you know, I yelled, I said, babe, you got to call 911. And she's, you know, startles out of her sleep and looks at me like, what the heck is going on? And she said, are you sure? And I said, you know, I, I tried to fight it off internally, but I just looked at her and shook my head. I said, yeah, you, you really need to call. And I had been able at that point to make my way to the foot of the bed. And as soon as I told her, you know, to make that call, it felt like there was a big dial on my back that said energy. And it felt like a giant hand slowly started turning that energy knob to the left and dialing it down. And I could no longer hold myself up. And I literally slumped down onto the floor and couldn't move anymore. Um, I, I could hear, but I could only hear as if, um, you know that sound when if you're underwater in a swimming pool or something where you can hear noise, but you're not quite sure what's being said. I had that going on. My vision had closed off and sort of closed, almost like um, almost like curtains on a stage closing. My vision had narrowed, and I just couldn't move. So I was clinging to life internally. I mean, I was begging and saying to myself, oh my, I, I cannot believe this is it. This can't be it. I'm young. I'm 36. 
this cannot be the end. I can't, things can't end like this. And I started <laughs> the quintessential begging of God, please let me watch my daughter grow up. And this, all these thoughts, it's funny how when you're in a situation that's uh, sort of traumatic, it's funny how many, in hindsight, how many thoughts you can remember having, even though only about two or three seconds pass. It's kind of a crazy experience, isn't it? But suddenly I was hit with this overwhelming emo this sensation, and it wasn't fear. Through this whole thing, I wasn't scared of dying, even though I thought that I was about to. I suddenly got hit with this wall of regret. I mean, it was like a Mack truck. I just felt this overwhelming regret that I hadn't done enough. I, I felt like, oh my gosh, I could have done so much more with my life. I could have been so much better. I could have affected so many more people in a positive way. I realized I had just been on cruise control and just trying to be normal and trying to be average. And let me tell you something, that hurt. Facing that reality and facing what I thought was the end and realizing that I had intentionally stayed average, that hurt a hundred times more than the pain in my chest. It was horrible. I, I, I felt like, I mean, it seriously felt like I had just left so much on the table that I failed to claim. And I wasn't even sure, I had no idea what it was. I didn't know what I could have done or should have done. I just... It was like this vacuum, this void I felt behind me that I had, I'd failed to do something that I should have been doing. So fast forward, I was taken to the hospital, obviously. They kept me there for a few days. I obviously lived, <laughs> hence me talking to you now. Uh, fortunately, they told me I didn't have a heart attack. They weren't certain whether or not I had a stroke. They couldn't confirm nor deny type of deal. Um, but when I was at the house, I did have, uh, some of the emergency responders told me I had, uh, a facial droop on one side, which, uh, a lot of times is a classic symptom of a stroke, but I had no residual effects. Fortunately, I'm, I'm fine now. I'm healthy. I, I don't take any meds. Um, for the most part, I'm good to go. But when I got out of that hospital, I knew I had to find something else. I needed to know, I mean, obsessively needed to know how a good dude like me and you can go through life sort of hypnotized into settling and convincing ourselves that all we have is all we can have, even when it doesn't necessarily feel like it was exactly what we wanted. We, 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 convince, we resign ourselves to this like normal existence, and at least many of us do, and I certainly had. So I started this what is now has now been a six-year journey into studying human behavior, uh, you know, psychology and neuroscience and all this stuff. I really geeked out. I'll be honest. I've been geeking out for years now. But I, I, I really, I was obsessed. I wanted to know. And it over time, I, I, I'd love to tell you I came home from the hospital and just set the world on fire and it's just been a blazing trail of glory ever since. It has not. <laughs> I can tell you that. But it has been an intentional progression. And one thing I, I soon realized for certain was that 
I love teaching. I, I always had in my career. I, I did a lot of teaching, and I always loved that. And when I got into this personal development space, it, it just became... I didn't even have to convince myself of it. I knew that I was going to wind up teaching and speaking on this topic because I love teaching. I love getting somebody from point A to point B or point A to point Z. And I, I literally enjoy doing it, which is why I'm here on this microphone talking to you now. I love talking to people. I love sharing with people, uh, especially when it's something that can that I, that I honestly believe is going to help. So that's my short story. That's at least my, that was my pinnacle moment, which led me here to the show. Um, I really, I really don't think that most people, when we have issues in our relationships, our careers, our, our fitness and health, it's not because we're inherently messed up or intentionally malicious. It usually just boils down to perspective. You know, when we have a, uh, when we get into this habit of looking at things from one angle and then claiming it's reality because that's how we see it, which is understandable. But the truth is, reality is just your perspective because my version of the world or even an event will be completely different than 10 other people living in the same world and even witnessing the same event. Am I right? So when we have limited perspective, we have a limited sense of reality. But when we broaden our perspective, when we start actively seeking other people's perspective, especially people's, especially people who are, who know what they're talking about, who are passionate about what they're talking about, that's when life gets great. And that's part of the reason I'm doing the show. A, so I can share my thoughts on personal development and life development. And B, so I can share other people's perspectives on a whole lot of other topics from health to nutrition you know, relationships, business, this is just going to be a fun journey. You know, I want us to share and experience so much more fun, empowerment, success, fulfillment. I, I, I really want this to be a special event for us. So I'm not here as your hype man or some motivational junkie to try to give you a feel-good moment. I want you to have a feel-good life, long-term permanent. I want to be a little part of helping your life just look and feel better because of the perspectives that you gain from this show. So if you would allow me, I would love to use this podcast as a way to simply just put a hand on your shoulder and say, hey, have you ever thought about things this way? Because most of the time, that's all we need, isn't it? Just just a little bit of perspective because that changes everything. So Welcome to Best Life of Your Life. We're definitely going to talk soon. And until then, be loyal to yourself, be loyal to each other, and we'll definitely chat soon. Thanks for hanging out with me. Talk to you soon.